On this episode of Beyond the Set New York, we welcome back NYPA member and co-founder of Art Cube Nation, Eva Radke, who has mobilized an Art Cube army to help serve those most vulnerable on the front lines of this COVID crisis by supplying them with face masks and other medical supplies. Here's Eva's story. We are back with Eva Radke, co-founder of Art Cube Nation, and she's been doing some incredible work to the benefit of uh, the people on the front lines during this healthcare crisis. Eva, can you tell me, tell us a little bit about what you're doing? Certainly. As you know, Art Cube Nation is a network for professionals and small businesses that work primarily in the art department. So when we learned about the dearth and the incredibly slow um, supply chain of getting PPEs to frontline workers, we knew as a community that it was our duty to jump up and start making them because we can. We have the skills, the machinery, the connections to the, um, the vendors and suppliers, and, um, and just as a unit in film production, we're quite used to make something with $3, no sleep, not enough materials, change those materials, and there's no room for error. So that's exactly what we did. And why? Why did you, you know, everybody else is kind of, I don't want to say sitting around, but, you know, people are kind of getting up in the morning. They're, they're going to work, so to speak, you know, from home if they're still working. But why did you feel like you had to get involved? Well, most of the makers and freelancers that we are not working right now, and because we have the capability to do it, that's why we're doing it, is because we can. You know, we love the city and we want to protect it. We want to see our medical workers protected. And um, it's, it was something that we were very, uh, it very easily came together as groups of, of makers. So for instance, we would source the material, we would make uh, face shield kits. They got their, uh, their sewing professionals together, started making masks, um, made two units in Brooklyn and South Unit, South, excuse me, South Brooklyn and North Brooklyn started putting kits together, started getting them distributed. We had some great help and from feelusa.org, which are basically PAs and production managers who putting logistics together for us. That came together brilliantly. Uh, Shields for Heroes got us an enormous amount of 20 gauge marine vinyl, which we could make these shields with and it all started coming together. There was a phase, what I call phase alpha, which is winding down, have about 2,000 shields and countless masks going out. Now, now we're in phase beta. We have way more shields, more involvement from, uh, from fabricators like 3D printers, Deborah Media, uh, uh, Brower Propulsion Lab, tons of them. And we've even gone beyond that. Like Brower Propulsion Lab has made intubation shields, which are essentially clear boxes with holes in it so a patient could be intubated onto a, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, ventilator to, and that's an extra layer of protection right. there for the, for the machinery and for the patients and for the health workers. And so we make things, this is what we do. We make crazy stuff all the time for the film industry. We could make you a purple polar bear if that's what you wanted. 
Right. Um, and so this was not a challenge and we want to be involved. We want our help. We want our city back. We so want to start working. Are, are the people that are involved, are they doing this just from home themselves? Have you got, yes. how many yes. people have you gotten involved? Well, we had about 120 volunteers to the Art Cube Army, and I would say, gosh, um, 50 of them are very active right now, probably more than I know. Wow. Um, because it's all coming in. And some people, you know, there hasn't been enough materials to get all the people that want to work on it. A lot of it had to do with location. Lots of us in Brooklyn. So if, you know, you're, uh, you know, up in the Bronx and wanted to help, we couldn't get you materials fast enough. So it really became what was easiest and well, more efficient, I should say. Um, and that was Brooklyn Makers because a lot of it's not only just people who can do this in their home with masks and gloves and keeping them clean, but also our fabricators out here at the Navy Yard, out in Long Island City, out in Greenpoint. So, you know, that's how that's how that happened. So it's become a, a borough project, kind of. Just not by choice, but by, oh. by necessity. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it I, has, no yeah. I get it. Yeah, you're making the best with, uh, with what you have. So, you know, the New York Production Alliance, which I know you're a member of, they've kind of been, they've been communicating with their members over the last few weeks about different ways that they can get involved and kind of highlighting some of the, the people that have gotten involved and have kind of taken projects upon themselves and um, and you and our cube nation were you know were one of those and I was just wondering you know did you did you kind of have like a, a personal connection to anybody in the field that made you kind of want to say like yeah you know this is this, this is what I need to be doing right now besides the fact no that it's just New York no, I had no, no doctor friends, no nurse friends, no, or family or at all. Yeah. I mean, this was, this was um, about protecting us all and the, the outrage of, uh, of our medical teams, our EMTs, our frontline, not having what they need. And it's, in particular, there might be someone who's making, there might be some, we're making 300,000, but that's not going to make it to market fast enough. This operation is small batch, quick turnaround, today, now, tomorrow, not in three to four weeks. We're trying to bridge that gap between the sluggish, impossible supply chain and what doctors need right now. That's why this works. Why if you, I could do, go ahead. Why do you think that the, the film and television industry is in a unique position to be able to do things, not just make masks, but also just work with their hands and build things and volunteer in other ways. Well, listen, makers got to make. Well, these are not people who enjoy, who enjoy doing nothing. They need to use their hands. They need to be busy. They need to contribute and be part of something. That's what's so beautiful about the Art Cube Nation uh, community because we help each other out all the time anyway because problems arise constantly in art department and so it, so you know quick solutions is the name of the game we're used to this we're not necessarily used to be, you know help saving lives it's usually for the benefit of a, a movie or something like that but this is just what we do right. that's art department so when when this is all over you know people are uh, you know, hopefully going to quickly get back to making movies, making TV shows and, you know, doing their projects. And where do you see, 
you know, where do you see yourself after this in terms of being able to just kind of flip the switch back to doing business? Maybe not so much as usual because I think things are going to change, but where do you fall? Where, where do you see yourself after this? Well, I see our Nation, once work starts coming back, then we'll have jobs to offer right on Art Cube Nation. Like, it'll, you know, that, will, that won't change at all. Um, but I think what I would like to see change is a permanent solution to, first of all, the fact that we throw things away and that, that are useful. I can't even tell you how many N95 masks are probably in dumpsters right now, thrown, thrown away from, from previous productions. I also would love to, to, to really, really galvanize and solidify an emergency response of film industry people. Production managers can get it done. You know, in, um, you know what we're doing right here. I am seeing forming inroads and between industries that never talked to one another before. Right now, well, like I said, with Brower Pro Propulsion Lab, they're making these intubation tubes that they're also 3D printing bits and parts from their ventilators that they can't get ordered, that are all back ordered. America, the world is out of medical supplies. We can make them right here at home. Right. So why, so why not have this industry expand to help the city that we love, to save it money and to make it local? What I see going forward are more local economies working together. And I think that's what people, I think that's what people want after this. I think people want to get back to work and find solutions to problems that maybe they just weren't thinking that we really had before. And um, maybe this time at home will, uh, you know, will help uh, get those juices flowing. The, the last thing I, I just want to say, and, and you brought it up in your last answer, um, and people could go back to episode three of Beyond the Set and, and listen to what you had to say more on the subject. But you mentioned um, the waste, you know, mass. That, yeah. That's been a yeah. message that you've been, you know, that's basically what you do. Like you, you're looking to make, film and television in New York more sustainable. And to hear that about masks, that's disappointing, right? It's disgusting. And, and everybody knows it. And that has to stop. We need a resource recovery uh, place where all of the leftovers can go and they can get sorted out and stored for emergency response, for schools, all the paint we have. You, we can... The entire film industry is so capable of uh, improving and saving the city money if we just have these resources that are, that are it's waste to us go right into any publicly funded place, like hospitals, like police stations, um, you know, you name it. It, is a, it. it has been keeping me up at night that Film Bridge Recycling has been, you know, out of commission in New York City for three years and all of the, we got those N95 masks in all the time, two left in a box, three left in a box. When we went away, everything went back into dumpsters. It is unconscionable that we go forward and we don't address this as an industry and be useful. We want good public relations. Let's do that. Let's, let's make sure that our, our teachers lounges have great couches left over from movies, you name it. When we get back to normal, we'll have the luxury to think about that. Right. Right now, we don't have any luxuries. Right. Now it's about getting to work for the people who, who need it right. the most. And so I put out, right. And I put a big post out on Art Cube Nation 
in every city in the United States, like, please send me your N95 mask. They came in from Los Angeles and from other, you know, other people who didn't really, I go, check your kits again. Guess what? 48 showed up. You know, that's precious, life-saving, 48 of them. If people want to donate, how can they get in touch with you? They can get in touch with me at eva at artcubenation.com. We have a GoFundMe fundraiser um, that's Art Cube Army for medical supplies and PPA, PPEs now. We'd love to see some NIFA members chipping in here and helping us because we're doing and being effective right now. Go to our Instagram, artcubenation.com. You can see nurses in our actual shields with thumbs up, with smiles on their faces. Eva Radke, thank you so much. I hope you stay safe and, and healthy and, and thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You got it, I'll talk to you soon. You got it, bye-bye. Bye.